Have you ever wondered what makes the difference between those couples who absolutely love to be together and the ones who merely tolerate each other in their old age? Hi, I'm Monica Tanner, wife to a super hunky man, mom to four kids, relationship coach, and intimacy expert. I help couples ditch resentment and roommate syndrome and increase communication, connection, and commitment so they can write and live out their happily ever after love story. Each week, I'm teasing out the principles that keep couples hopelessly devoted and in intoxicatingly in love with each other for a lifetime and beyond. I'm searching high and low for the secrets of happily ever after and sharing those secrets with you right here with sound marriage advice for couples who want to live happily ever after and achieve a truly intimate friendship because an awesome marriage makes life so much sweeter. Let's get to it. Hello and welcome to the secrets of happily ever after I'm your host, Monica Tanner, and on this episode, I want to talk about something that is a reoccurring theme in what couples have been coming to me for help with for several years, but I've started to get a lot of emails, messages, DMs, and questions around this topic. So I thought it would be a really great thing to talk about on the podcast this week. And that is how to communicate about your sexual desires, needs, preferences, etc. So before we get started with today's content, I want to make you aware that my Training in the Art of Connection program is now open for a couple of more days. So if you're on the fence about joining us in Training in the Art of Connection, I have opened up my calendar just for a week to book 30-minute complimentary breakthrough calls with me. Now, in these calls, we can assess where you're at and what your goals are, and I will tell you honestly whether training in the art of connection is the next right step. Now, it's definitely not for everyone, and if I don't think that you're going to get phenomenal results, I will be the first one to tell you. But the truth is, if nothing changes, nothing changes. A lot of you are suffering silently in your marriage. You're housing a lot of resentment. You're starting to feel like roommates and you're just not experiencing that passion and fun and excitement. That's really possible when you start to dial in your connection on every level. Another word for this is intimacy, your emotional, physical, recreational, intellectual, spiritual, and sexual intimacy. This is what makes marriages so much fun. And through my program, Training in the Art of Connection, we go through the foundations of emotional intimacy, how to build a really great friendship. Then we talk about patterns of interaction, specifically how to recognize the negative patterns of interaction that are at play in your specific marriage, and then how to interrupt those patterns to create something even better. You're going to learn my three laws of connection. And we're also going to talk about emotional, physical, and sexual intimacy. The program is called Training in the Art of Connection because by the end of 12 weeks with me, you are going to feel so connected to each other. You're going to complete specific challenges each week that are going to bring you closer together and give you tools and cheat codes for creating a really passionate and fulfilling marriage. 
Now, this looks different for everyone, but what it really means is that you're going to be more compassionate and more patient with each other. You're going to get more kisses on the forehead. You're going to hold hands more. You're going to laugh more. You're going to learn how to resolve conflict. You're going to establish patterns of interaction in your marriage that are going to bring you closer even through the challenges you'll face in your marriage. And you're going to learn how to create a healthy, thriving sex life, which is the lifeblood of a really good marriage. So again, if you're on the fence about joining us, please book a complimentary consultation with me and let's see if this could be a good fit for you. At the very least, you'll leave the call with some tangible, actionable tool that will give you more hope and more peace in your relationship. All right, so let's get to the content of today's episode. So I've been coaching couples for about four years and I've had the opportunity to work with very high level entrepreneurs, executives, and entertainers and their spouses. And I'll tell you one of the biggest pain points that people who I work with come to me with is that the passion in their marriage has fizzled, that they're having the same arguments over and over and over again, that they're not appreciating one another. And one of the first things to go when you're not feeling super connected is sexual intimacy. That's usually the presenting problem. One partner is unhappy with the quantity and quality of the sexual relationship, and it's causing a lot of problems in the relationship. So how can we fix this? Now, for whatever reason, talking about sexual intimacy is really vulnerable and really difficult for most couples. There's a long list of reasons why this is the case. For one thing, no other area of a couple's life has more potential for embarrassment, hurt, and rejection than your sexual relationship. Also, there are so many cultural or familial or societal messages that we get around this topic. There's a lot of bad information out there, not to mention that this is probably the most highly misunderstood area of your relationship. And when you got married, you probably had all kinds of expectations and wild ideas about what a healthy, thriving sex life should look like. Some of you maybe had no idea what this was going to be like because it's a topic that nobody ever talked about. Maybe there's a whole lot of shame surrounding this topic. Maybe you've had painful past experiences around this topic. Or maybe, like me, you were pretty educated about the physicality of a sexual relationship, but you had spent your whole life watching romantic comedies and Disney movies and reading romantic novels that got your expectations around what romance would look like to sky high and absolutely unattainable levels. So whatever the reason that this is a difficult topic to discuss, the reality is, is that it's probably one of the most important topics for you to get good at talking about in your marriage. So the goal of this episode is to take away some of that 
discomfort to help you recognize that you're not alone, that most couples struggle to talk about this topic, and to feel that learning about it and opening up this discussion in your marriage is absolutely worth the effort. One of the biggest reasons why it's important to make this something that you can talk about really is that when you're not talking about it, a lot of resentment forms because whatever your sexual experience in your marriage, it's probably changing a lot over time. All of the ideas that you have around it, if they're not being communicated, then there's a really great chance that one of you or both of you is not getting your needs, desires, preferences met, and you're harboring resentment, you're being passive aggressive, you're withdrawing from the relationship, you're not experiencing the fullness of joy that can come from it. And if you're talking about it all, it's probably vague and inconclusive and probably not getting the result you're after. So in this episode, I want to give you a few tips on how you can open and keep this conversation ongoing. One of my very favorite quotes comes from the godfather of marriage research himself, John Gottman. And he says this, the bottom line is that great sex is not rocket science. It's very doable, but you have to be able to talk about it and you have to make it a priority in your relationship. So making it a priority in your relationship is something we can tackle in a later episode. But being able to talk about it is what I want to go over today. So first things first, if you want to open up the conversation around sex, you first have to be willing to define what sex even means to you. So often what sex means to a husband and what sex means to a wife are very different depending on how you grew up, depending on your physiology, depending on your relationship and past relationships and whatever's currently going on in your life and marriage in regards to children, work, other stressors. A meaningful sexual encounter is going to be completely different to each of you. The frequency, the quality of sexual interactions, the types and ways are going to look different. So the first thing I recommend that you do after deciding that being able to talk about your sexual relationship is important is to sit down and write out what sex means to you. Because I guarantee it goes well beyond the scope of intercourse, which is how most people, when they start to think about this topic, are going to define it. But truthfully, it encompasses your emotional connection, the romance, foreplay, your ideas of date night, what it means to give each other pleasure, and honestly, what you need emotionally, physically, and sexually to feel safe and close and connected and being able to leave the encounter going, that was great. Now, in his research, John Gottman has found that the couples with the best sex life are the ones that prioritize it and the ones who know how to talk about it. Now, just being able to talk about it raises the probability that you're getting what you want out of a good sexual experience. That's why it's really important to sit down and write out 
or think about what a good sexual experience means to you, what it looks like, what it would feel like. Once you have that established, I want you to kind of think about your goal and having this ongoing conversation. Now, if you think that you're going to have one conversation with your partner and all of a sudden the sex is going to be amazing, you're probably going to be disappointed. But if your goal is just to open up the conversation, to understand your partner better, and to open up the doors for a collaborative, cooperative, creative experience for the two of you that's going to enrich your marriage, then you're on the right track. So step one, decide that it's important enough to take action. Number two, define what a great sexual experience is to you. Number three, figure out why it's important to be able to talk about and what your goals are in opening up this conversation. Number four, learn how to talk about it well, meaning you want to be open to not only sharing your ideas vulnerably, but being curious about your partner, being compassionate, being patient, and being gentle and positive with your language. This also means being specific. Instead of saying, I think we should have sex more often, try something like, I really enjoy it when you touch me in this way. It feels awesome when we have the opportunity to be alone, when we can just focus on each other, and we make it a priority to go to bed at the same time so we can spend some time cuddling and caressing and doing A, B, and C right? That's more specific and that's a positive way of opening up that conversation. And you're vulnerably sharing your desires, your needs, your preferences, right? And then the fifth and final tip that I'll give you in this episode is to establish an ongoing time when you can keep coming back to this topic. So I always suggest that my clients have a specific time that they can talk and collaborate about their sexual experiences. Sometimes we call this sex talk Tuesdays, where you go for a walk in your neighborhood or a local park, and you can kind of report on how things are going. I recommend not having this discussion in your bedroom so that you can keep that kind of a safe and sacred place to experience your sexuality together. And also, it's better, especially if it feels a little bit uncomfortable to talk about these things, to not be looking into each other's eyes, right? So if you can be walking, holding hands, moving in the same direction, side by side, even driving. Those are all ways to take a little bit of the pressure off, right? The reason why it's important to keep this conversation open and ongoing is because your needs are going to change over time. You're going to go through lots of situations in your life after having children, moving, changing jobs, a significant birthday, a death in the family. There's all kinds of challenges and situations in your life that might change how you're feeling about your sexual relationship. And the truth is, and we didn't even touch on this, but I do have a guest coming on the podcast in the coming weeks who's going to talk all about how your sexual relationship can be so replenishing. It truly is God's gift to your marriage. It's how you can commune with each other and a higher power. Not only that, but it's the 
creative power, not only to create life and to create your life, but you get to create the experience you want to have together, which is so very exciting. But before I bring her on the show, I want to make sure that you've given yourself the space and the opportunity to talk about this in your marriage so that you can take the ideas that I'm going to be bringing you in the coming weeks and discuss them and talk about how you can use these ideas to strengthen your relationship, to create more connection. And the truth of the matter is, the more you talk about it, the better you're going to get at it. You just kind of have to bite the bullet and get the conversation started and then be really patient with each other and yourselves and then keep practicing. It will come easier over time. And if you need help with this, then please don't hesitate to reach out because this is literally what I do for couples. I'm honored to be let in to this intimate part of their relationship. And I've seen so much growth in the couples I've had the honor of working with because the last thing I would suggest is to just ignore it and hope that it just gets better because that's never the case. And what ends up happening is the lack of communication about your sexual intimacy just breaks it down and breaks it down and breaks it down. You'll feel more disconnected, more resentful, more withdrawn. I have couples who have been married over 40 years and they're just now starting to talk about this. And it's caused a lot of pain over a lot of years, but it doesn't have to completely destroy your relationship. There's lots of help out there. So don't wait longer than you need to. Statistics show that the average couple waits six to seven years in an unhappy marriage before they'll look for help. Now, why is that? If you're dissatisfied with your sexual relationship, take some action. If nothing changes, nothing changes. I want to challenge you to go first. I want to challenge you to take responsibility for making this aspect of your marriage better for both of you. Being able to talk about it puts pressure on the marriage to grow. So if you've just been crossing your fingers and hoping that things are going to get better on their own, it's time to try a different strategy. Start with what I've suggested in this episode. Number one, make it a priority. Number two, define what it looks like. Number three, figure out what your goals are. Number four, learn how to talk about it with curiosity, collaboration, vulnerability, patience, and positive and uplifting language. And number five, keep the conversation ongoing. Good luck, my friends. Remember that if you need help with this, I've opened up my calendar for the next week. So jump on there quickly because those slots won't stay open for long. And I'll see you same time, same place next week. Bye for now. If you had as much fun as we did just now, I hope that you'll head over to your favorite podcast player and leave a rating and review for the show. That's how other people can find this awesome content and we can spread the message that happily ever after is possible and a great marriage makes life so much sweeter. Feel free to head over to my website, monicatanner.com to learn more ways that you can work with me. And as always, thank you so much for spending this time with me. We'll see you next week.